This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, we're going to continue the conversation around Twitter in just a moment. We're going to be uh, joined on the line uh, by uh, Wharton uh, finance professor Michael Roberts uh, to get his take and get a little bit more insight on uh, where this stands at the moment, uh, because it is a big question uh, in the world of social media right now as to uh, where Twitter is headed and how successful it can be. And can it be a profitable platform? That is seemingly a question that uh, uh, has not been able to be answered sufficiently over the last uh, many years. Uh, and so we turn with more on that to Michael Roberts, who is a finance professor here at the Wharton School. Hi, Michael. Great to talk to you again. Hey, Dan. Good to be with you. How much of a challenge is it in your mind to make Twitter profitable? Simply put, I mean, the primary revenue source has been running for the exit since Elon took over. Uh, and with the debt overload, uh, the debt overhang, it's not clear whether they can sort of survive the debt payments to get the profitability. That's the big question. So then what's the path? And is the potential of a bankruptcy filing in the mix? Well, the potential is certainly real. I mean, even Elon acknowledges that publicly. Uh, in terms of the path, to profitability and value accretion, you know, that's going to have to be a different business model, exactly as Elon's laid out. He, he's certainly knowledgeable of all the challenges. What that means is he's got, to, he's got to supplement his primary revenue source, which has been advertising. 90% of revenue is advertising um, with some sort of subscription-based model or some other source of revenue from its customers. And the question is whether or not those customers will accept paying for that service. Right, because if you've gotten something uh, without being charged for the last many years, why would you start to pay $8 a month for it if uh, realistically your big thing you're going to get is a blue check mark on your Twitter account, right? No, exactly. St Stephen King said it best, right? It's, it's not the money, it's the principle. <laughs> so <laughs> people have been weaned onto this free service. Now you want to charge them. It's kind of a shock to the system. That said... There is uh, going after the commercial accounts for this, that money, right? You can imagine yeah. businesses wanting to pay for that much more so than individual consumers. So he has to look at this from a couple of perspectives. And, and the, the question of, of what Twitter is in terms of the, the speech that is on that site, how it is you know, a, a kind of a, a free-flowing uh, entity, uh, and the reaction by advertisers – uh, to that kind of openness uh, is something that he has to really take a deeper dive on, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the advertisers sent a very clear signal the instant he took over. Hey, we, we want to know what we're getting into before we come back on that platform, which is why, you know, at least 30% of that revenue stream has been paused or put on hold until they have a better understanding of where the platform's headed. Joined on the line right now uh, by Michael Roberts, who's a professor of finance here at the Wharton School. So how much debt are, are they looking at having to deal with, uh, you know, on an annual basis, at least in the short term here? So they're looking, you know, it's not entirely precise because a lot of that debt is floating rate, but they're looking at about a yeah. billion dollars of annual interest expense at current interest rates. Now, if interest rates start going up again or continue to go up, that interest figure is going to go up. That's going to put more pressure on operating earnings, more pressure on revenue. 
and things could really slide. But you know, we'll have to keep an eye on what the Fed does to get a better understanding of where interest rates are headed. Now, that's just the annual interest expense. He's got $13 billion of debt outstanding coming due within five to seven years, and so the principal repayment's going to hit him eventually, assuming he can't refinance or roll over the debt. But, you know, that's further down the line. Who knows what's going to happen then? But but still, in the short term, he needs to really focus on on making this an entity, again, that people, I think, believe in, because I, I think there's part of that belief that has been lost over the last couple of years. No, that, that, that's 100% right. I mean, frankly, he's suffering from a great deal of uncertainty. That, that's underlying. What is this platform going, going to be under his stewardship? Once that uncertainty resolves, we'll have a much better sense of who's in and who's out and Twitter's ability to make good on its debt. Joined by Michael Roberts, finance professor here at the Wharton School. So the expectation we think we will see is probably what over the next several months? <laughs> if I knew, I wouldn't tell you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look, I, I could sit here and speculate, but, you know, there's lots of speculation out there. At, at the end of the day, the finance is actually really simple. He's got some really big bills to pay to the banks. Yep. He's got to find money to pay him. And his current business model with a big chunk of his revenue loss is not going to work. So he's got to find an, another source of income, bottom line. And, and that idea of an all-encompassing app that he talked about uh, either you know right before the acquisition and right after the acquisition, while that's a great idea, that's probably still a ways away uh, at this point. And while that may be a revenue source for him, you certainly can't count on that any time in the short term when these payments are coming due. No, that's right. And that revenue source doesn't come for free. He's going to have to pay for it. So there's going to be expenses associated with it. And, and he needs earnings or operating income to pay the debt, not revenue. How much could a negative impact on Twitter maybe also have an impact on his other businesses that, you know, realistically, they've been fairly successful to this point? Yeah, it's not clear that, you know, problems at Twitter are going to lead to some significant demise or issues at, say, Tesla. But what could clearly happen is, since a lot of the debt, I think, is backed with his stock, guaranteed with his Tesla stock, he's going to have to sell that stock. So by having to sell Tesla stock en masse to support Twitter, that will affect the price of Tesla stock. Right, and and obviously it changes some of the dynamics of the company as you move forward, depending on who the who the people are that end up or the entities that end up uh, buying the stock from him. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's amazing, Michael. There, you know, so many people talked about the, the the price that he bought this this for, and we know it was well above probably where it should have been. But how much how much this has kind of confounded the issue of trying to make this a, a solid, profitable company over the next several years? Yeah, I mean, th- th- there's the there's two issues there. One you acknowledge, right, Dan, which is he seems to have clearly overpaid relative to some notion of fundamental value of the business. But what's exacerbating the problem is really the way he purchased it, which was with a ton of debt yeah. on top of a tech company. You just don't see that. Because most of the assets in a tech company are the people, right? It's not like you're securing debt with machinery, equipment, real estate. 
it's a tech company. Yeah. And so that kind of debt load puts enormous pressure on cash flow, and that's what's suffering right now. Should we be surprised that, that so many entities were willing to jump on board with Elon Musk and help him out with this? Well, let, let's look at his history, Dan. Uh, betting against Elon has not gone well for people. So you, 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 right, you can understand the enthusiasm, um, but I think the reality, once some of the fog and hubris cleared a little bit, is that there's a real serious financial challenge to deal with this debt. And it's not clear whether it's going to be successful or not. We'll have to see how this new business model he has in mind plays out. This is probably a story we're going to be talking about, fair to say, over the next five to ten years, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. The, the most exciting stuff will be over the next year or two, just to see if he can get over that debt, that debt hurdle. Gives you lots to talk about in class, doesn't it? Indeed. <laughs> All right, Michael, thanks very much. All the best to you. You too. Take care. All right, Michael Roberts, who is a finance professor here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.